you now are on Texas Standard Time. Electric motorized scooters are here and growing. Scooter company Lime says there have been more than a million rides on its scooters in Austin since June. It has 500 scooters on the road with plans for as many as 4,500. Bird has more than 500 scooters on the streets. Jump, a subsidiary of Uber, is the newest entrant in Austin. It has 1,000 scooters here. All those scooters are competing for space on busy roads and walkways. And inexperienced riders mean accidents. But since we're in the early stages of the city's scooter regulations, just who's at fault in scooter accidents isn't as clear as you would think. KT host Rebecca McEnroy learned this the hard way last month. She was driving her car out of a parking garage. Driving out, put my parking pass in, waved to the attendant who was sitting there, and then I started to drive forward. I looked to my right because it's a one-way going south. I slowed down, stopped, and then I hear this whoosh, and I see this guy fly like onto my car and then jump around, and he was on a scooter. So I see like the scooter lying there. At that point, things proceeded as they would normally after a crash. Police and EMS were called. The man on the scooter was injured but declined leave in an ambulance. In the 20 minutes they were on the scene, Austin police officers talked with Rebecca. You know, they said that they see a lot of this and they don't know what to do. They don't know if they're supposed to ticket them for riding on the sidewalk. They don't know if they're supposed to um, ticket them for not wearing helmets. They don't know what the protocol is when they are in an accident. Right now, with the stage we are in scooters being being introduced to Austin, a lot of that's very new. That's Sergeant Michael Barger with the Austin Police Department. He says things are so new with scooters, there's a little gap with newer officers. Uh, you have the brand new officer who just came out of the academy, and he may they may teach you know about the scooters in the academy, so he's going to be knowledgeable. Then you have the guy who's been out for a year and came out just right before the scooters came out, and he has no idea how to handle a scooter. And, and then you have officers with more experience who are you know, going back and going, well, that's a bicycle. They're, they're understanding that a scooter is handled the same way as a bicycle, and it's just a logical process for them. This could change in the future, but right now the state of Texas considers e-scooters the equivalent of bikes. They have two wheels, they go under 30 miles an hour, and most can ride with little training. Also, theoretically, there is less risk for injury. In medical coding now, there is a very specific code for two-wheeled motorized scooters. So it's very distinct from motorcycles, bicycles. Dr. Melinda McMichael is the interim director at the University Health Center at UT Austin. She says her clinic has been keeping tabs on scooter injuries that come through the facility since the semester started. The number of incidents has grown every month. 26 in September, 32 in October, and 22 as of November 15th, which would mean it's on pace for 44 with two more weeks to go in the month. What we normally see people for are things like knee injuries, sprained ankles, lacerations, abrasions, head injuries. But I think it's important to point out that this doesn't count the number of people that went straight to the emergency room. So my guess is the numbers are much higher than this. APD Sergeant Barger thinks the scooters help get cars off the road, but there might be more restrictions on them down the road because of those injuries. You, you have people that are getting on these scooters. They have no experience riding them. They get up to 15, 20 miles an hour. It's a dangerous mode of transportation because 
it's got a high center of gravity because you're standing up as you ride on it. And if you hit a, if you hit a pothole, you're going to go over the handlebars on it. But until something changes, the law is murky. Robert Rodriguez is an officer with UT's police department. He says his department has not issued citations for scooter-related offenses unless it's been particularly egregious. UTPD is trying to educate riders that they have to follow the rules of the road since scooters are vehicles, unless scooters are involved in a crash with a motorized vehicle. The way they see the scooters is almost like a pedestrian or a bicyclist because they're not required by law to carry liability insurance. It becomes a civil matter at that point between the driver of the vehicle and the person riding the scooter. Scooter companies all carry liability insurance that protects the company. There is no comprehensive insurance that would cover any damage you might cause on a scooter. In fact, the companies don't cover the rider at all. And there's a good chance that even if you have a solid homeowner's or renter's insurance policy, you're not covered here either. None of the insurance you have currently is probably going to help you. Jason Hargraves is managing editor for insurancequotes.com. Because your homeowner's policy does carry with you for some instances for liability purposes, except when it involves a motorized vehicle. And that's exactly what a scooter is. So in the eyes of insurance companies, homeowner policy issuers, the scooter is a motor vehicle. So it's not covered in collisions with cars or SUVs like Rebecca McEnroy's. Her SUV had a large dent in the left side, and her driver's side door was hard to open because things were out of place. So she called her car insurance company. And I said, I was just in this accident, and I was hit by uh, a guy on a scooter, and my car's really damaged. And they didn't really know what to do about it. They said, okay, well, we're not really sure what to file this under. Um but we will contact him. But then days later, it took a turn that she did not see coming. She said, we have to wait for the police report because he said that you hit him. And I was taken aback because he had hit the side of my car. So really, I could not have hit him. But he having said that I hit him, that would make it my fault. And they said then it would be on my file as hitting a pedestrian, which is not a good thing to have on your record. But then Rebecca remembered something. The garage attendant said the crash would have been recorded by security cameras. So she got the video. Then I sent that to my insurance company. After she watched it, she said, uh, clearly he's at fault. She was still out of deductible, but no huge scar on her file. Its final classification, the guy on the scooter was an uninsured motorist. In Austin, I'm Jimmy Moss for the Texas Standard. Texas Standard.